إن هذا القرآن يهدي للتي هي أقوم ويبشر المؤمنين ويبشر المؤمنين الذين يعملون الصالحات أن لهم أجرا كبيرا بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولاهما بعد Our second to last parable Tomorrow will be our last Khatam Quran is tomorrow will be our last uh, parable Our second to last parable today Is one of the most blunt and harshest ones And it is a warning for all of us And it is the parable in Surah Al-Jumu'ah That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ حُمِّلُوا التَّوْرَاتَ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَحْمِلُوهَا كَمَثَلِ الْحِمَارِ يَحْمِلُ أَسْفَارًا بِئْسَ مَثَلُ الْقَوْمِ الَّذِينَ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ The example, the parable of those who were entrusted to carry the book and then they refused to carry it is like that of a donkey that is carrying books. What an evil example. Allah Himself says, بِئْسَ مَثَلُ he gives an example that will make our hearts cringe. The example, the parable that is given. We don't want to be a part of that parable. And then Allah Himself says, What a bad example they have set. Now, what is this parable about? It is about the Bani Israel. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the Bani Israel over 70 times in the Quran. Their stories form a primary motif in the entire Quran. Why is this? Have you ever thought about this from Baqarah all the way here to Surah Jumu'ah? We're talking about Bani Israel and Musa and what they did and what they said. Why? Because in human history, the civilization and faith that mirrors ours the closest in terms of law and in terms of history is that of the Bani Israel. To this day, if you look at their theology, you look at their rituals, you look at their customs and their habits and the laws upon them, the way they eat, the way they dress, the orthodox amongst them. Very similar to what we also have been commanded. So Allah is telling us to learn from their good and their bad. Learn from their mistakes. Don't follow their path. And the Quran mentions so many things about the Bani Israel. Today's program, by the way, is about this whole topic. We're going to summarize it. I know it's a Sunday night. We're going to try to make it short, inshallah ta'ala, because of what's happening in Palestine. And it just so happened today's parable is about the Bani Israel. It just happened that way. Allah Azza wa Jal mentions that the Bani Israel, they were the chosen people. Literally in the Quran. This is literally in the Quran. He chose you above all of mankind. Allah says in the Quran, He gave you what He gave no other civilization. It is very clear, we believe that they were in the past tense. That's the key point here. They were the chosen people. And Allah Azza wa blessed them and gave them. And Allah conferred upon them so many blessings. But what happened? They took those blessings and they abused. They turned their backs. They did not live up to their responsibility. And I want you to memorize a very clear, simple point. The Quran never criticizes the Bani Israel for who they are. The Quran criticizes the Bani Israel for what they have done. Make this very clear in our minds. It is not the Quranic methodology to criticize a civilization for their ancestry, for their background. That's not Islamic. Allah Azza wa Jal never criticizes the Bani Israel for their ancestry and heritage. 
Every verse in the Quran, look at it, where that criticizes them. You changed. Right? Allah says in the Quran, they broke their covenant. Allah says in the Quran that they took bribes. Allah says in the Quran, they began eating interest and they knew it was forbidden. By the way, footnote here look at the history of Europe and the history of the Bani Israel in Europe. It is well known, the system of banking and whatnot. It is well known. Read this up. And Allah said this in the Quran even before European history. Allah says, You were forbidden from interest. You know it. It's still in Deuteronomy to this day. Very clear that you're not supposed to charge and take interest. And yet they ate it and they made a business out of it. This is why they are criticized. Not because they are who they are, but because of they did what they did. So Allah says, Allah conferred upon them an honor. Allah granted them a great responsibility. And that was, you are the chosen people and you have a line of prophets. One of their best blessings was that they had a continuous chain of prophets from the time of Israel, who is Yaqub, all the way up until Jesus Christ. Literally every single generation, they have a prophet they're interacting with. When a prophet dies, another prophet is sent immediately in his place. Can you believe an entire civilization and you have a continuous chain of prophets that's protecting, that's guiding? This is no other civilization was given it. But what did they do? They attempted to kill some of their own prophets. Can you believe? And of course, the final straw was Jesus Christ Himself. That was their final chance that Allah sent them one of the most apparent and clear and mightiest messengers. And they did what they did. It is well known what they attempted to do. And so that blessing and status was lifted away from them. They were the chosen. They are no longer. Because of their own actions, not because of anything else. And Allah Azza wa Jal says that they recognized the truth of Islam. They knew this was the truth and yet they turned their backs on it. And this is most famously demonstrated in our mother Safiya radiallahu ta'ala anha that she, uh, of course, she was from a, a Jewish background uh, and uh, she converted to Islam. She became one of our mothers. She tells her own story that when I was a little girl, when I was a little girl, and of course she was at the time a Jewish, her father and uncle visited the Prophet ﷺ to verify what is going on in Medina. And she said they came back sad, distressed, distraught. Even though they would love playing with me, I would jump and up, they ignored me. And I heard my father say to my uncle, Ahu Ahu, is he the one? And he said, E Wallah, yes, he is the one. So the father said, what are you going to do? And the uncle said, Adawatuhu, I'm going to hate him and oppose him until I die. This is why Allah revealed these types of verses. You know the truth, and yet you turn your back to it. Allah says, Ya'rifunahu kama ya'rifuna abna'ahum. They recognize him like they recognize their own sons. They know he is the Prophet. And yet they turn their back. So Allah says, The example of those who are given the responsibility of the Torah, and then they turn their backs and they don't carry it, like the donkey. And in every civilization, the donkey is an object of ridicule. The donkey is an object of disgust. And Allah says in the Quran, The most irritating noise 
is the braying of the donkey. Every civilization hates that noise. So Allah gives a parable of the donkey for the one who had the knowledge and completely turned away. A few weeks ago, we gave the parable of the dog as well, who is similar to this. We seek Allah's refuge. The two most brutal and the two most harsh parables are both of them dealing with those who know the truth and then they turn their backs on it. The example of the dog, remember we did that, right? right? The, the one that The same example was the one who knew the truth and turned his back. And Allah Azza wa gives another example, like a donkey carrying books. And what a powerful example. He has the books. The books are all on his back. But of what value is all of that knowledge when he refused to act upon it? Now, to be precise, both the dog and the donkey analogy are explicitly for those who know the truth and refuse to accept it. And that's why Allah says, What an evil example of those who rejected the book of Allah or the signs of Allah. Therefore, those who are knowing the truth and they're struggling to follow, they're slipping, they're not being perfect, no doubt that's very bad, but it's not exactly what this parable is about. This parable or this method is about those whose arrogance is so much that they don't submit to the truth despite knowing it. And that is the essence of kufr. And that's something we all have to be wary of. Now our scholars say that the one who knows the truth and doesn't act upon it out of weakness, Maybe the exact example doesn't apply, but still he should be scared. He should be terrified because it is a fine line. And that's why, by the way, this parable, which surah did it come in? Who remembers? I just mentioned the surah. Which surah? Surah Al-Jumu'ah. And what's the very next verse? Oh, you who believe when the adhan for Jumu'ah is called, come and listen to the khutbah. Notice, Allah mentions the khutbah right after warning people of rejecting knowledge. Why? Because every khutbah, you are reminded of basic fundamentals. Pray five times a day. Be good Muslims. Don't do this. Do that. Every khutbah, you are reminded of the essentials. So be careful, O oh Muslims, that you don't, even a portion of this example does not come unto you. When you hear something, when you learn something, try your best to implement it and if you fail if you struggle ask Allah's forgiveness but never ever reject the truth never justify an evil that you have done or else this parable might possibly apply to you we seek Allah's refuge from ever being like the dog or like the donkey and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be of his righteous and pious worshipers and inshallah we'll continue tomorrow and again remember tonight inshallah if you can stay we'll try our best to make it short and I just give you an overview and especially for our youth I understand like the Ustad says, Wallahi, we have to teach our children, our teenagers need to know why is Palestine so important? What is, somebody says, there's so much happening in the globe. Yes, Wallahi, but Palestine is special. And I say this as a non-Arab and non-Palestini. Palestine is an issue of aqeedah. It's an issue of our iman. It's not just something, yeah, just a political issue. And our youngsters need to be taught and told this. So please, if you're able to stay, we're going to try to wrap up the program after Taraweeh because of what is going on. Inshallah, we'll see you tomorrow as well, Inshallah, for the last parable.